Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach psychologist, fellow seeker who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the fastest of magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Hi, I'm back. I'm here to talk about, in this episode, about the fabric of our soul, which is gold. The gold, the essence of who we really are. The G-O-L-D. And as you were in episode 15, I was talking about this whole notion of having this fabric of gold which is a part of our creator, which God has given to us as inheritance. So we have gold fabric that exists within us, which is the essence of our soul. But we also have these dark threads that are woven in based upon our choices, our decisions, our actions that may not have been in alignment with God and what God has as his highest direction and path for our soul. God has given us the opportunity to be a co-creator. And since we are a co-creator with God, that means the fabric that is or she is, which is gold, it certainly is what we are and the gold that exists within us. But we sometimes have had that kind of caked over or um, plowed over uh, or we've had it very, very for a long time, build up a lot of cobwebs in the um, essence of who we are or the house in which we have. You know, when you go into a house, you have these, uh, you haven't been in that house for a long period of time. And so you have these cobwebs that develop. Well, we can sometimes have that too, because we have not paid enough attention to our soul. And so in the fabric of what our soul essence is, which is gold. And today I'm here to talk about what do we want to do in terms of really sewing in more of the light threads, the, those golden threads? And how do we, through that building of more of the fabric and expanding that fabric of gold by building in more of the light through our thoughts, our words, and our deeds, and also being aware that all those things, our thoughts, words, and deeds, and feelings, do have vibrations to them. And we can have the higher vibration, which is the threads of light, or we can have lower vibrations, which is sometimes those threads of darkness that is being sown that we're not even aware about. So there's many different frequencies and vibrations that we can be intentional about that is adding to the value of who we are in our soul evolution, but also allowing us to be able to be more really aware of when we're off the path, off the path of our soul evolution, and maybe going down the path in a direction that is not in alignment with God's will, God's laws, which I've talked about before, 
is not in alignment with the true inheritance that we do have. It is as if we forget that we have gold right in our backyard. That is us, the fabric of who we are, but we forget about it because the ego persona gets so much involved in the day-to-day living that we forget that by our attunement with God, all things are possible. By being aware that we are co-creator each and every day with God and that we're choosing to weave in light strands that uplift the frequencies to be in alignment with who we really are on the path of soul evolution back to God or create those dark threads that weigh down our, our, our gold fabric, our soul. And as I mentioned in this episode, I want to talk about the weaving of light threads and being more attuned to this fabric of gold, which is the soul's consciousness, moving in the frequency of God's consciousness. And we do this by being aware of three, what do you want to call them? Attributes, principles that can be of help to you as you're being more intentional. And some of this, I'm just pulling out three, but in my book, Mastering Life's Adventures on the Beam, I talk about 12 constructive qualities that support and uplift the soul. Here in this episode, we'll talk about three of those qualities and attributes that support the soul. So the first one, that I want to talk about is gratitude. Gratitude. It goes a very long way to help to support the evolution of our soul and goes a long way with weaving into our soul, which is gold, the light threads that expands the soul and finding ways to express thankfulness for God's love in our life. And also to those that are around us. These light threads expands the soul and uplifts the soul. And it actually acts this gratitude that we show and express as a bridge of attunement. It's a bridge of attunement, creating an energetic frequency or along this path we're traveling day to day, it actually also, as we're expressing gratitude to our family members, we're expressing it to the things that have come into our life that we are great, we're happy and we're appreciative about, uh, as we're expressing it to at work when we're in a tough situation, but you find something that is good that you can express and give back to someone else that may lighten their load or allow them to feel better about how their day is going, it helps us. It's, it's an enlightened self-interest. You're not trying to be selfish here. It's just an enlightened self-interest that the good that we show to others is like a boomerang. It comes back to us as good as well. It goes back to that law of cause and effect that I talked about in a previous episode. So this quality of gratitude can dissolve these some of these dark threads of insensitivity or hardness of heart. It can allow us to be more sensitive 
to what's going on around us and maybe what are the needs of individuals that are around us. But sometimes we find in living a life and the daily life adventures that we go through that we do have this hardness of heart, that this callousness that we can show to other parts of life, animals, cruelty, or even um, to our spouse or to our children. When we move in the attitude and the frequency of gratitude, it helps dissolve these momentums and these energies that come up and help us to be more aware to say, "Mm mm-mm, not this direction. I want to find what I can find that I'm grateful for. I want to find what I can be able to open my heart and express that gratitude to others. Find ways in which you can be able to do that. And the question that we sometimes have to ask ourselves is, how do I express gratitude to God, my family, my work, at work, with others? So it's as if you're setting your sail, your attention, to be more focused on expressing gratitude. Think about how you want to do that and do it daily. Again, it's like a boomerang. It just comes back to you in a plentiful way when we're doing this and also expands the fabric of the gold of our consciousness, which is more in alignment with being a co-creator, more in alignment with God, the Lord, the I am that I am in our life. And the soul becomes delighted and feels more buoyant and buoys us up to be able to deal with some of the stresses and strains that we may have to deal with in our day. The other quality, that was the first in terms of gratitude, the other quality that helps weave in the light threads into this gold fabric is kindness. And kindness is a quality of love. God's love what we are striving to express more of in our daily life is through kindness, which is another frequency. I think of love as having a thousand frequencies. There's so many different ways that you can express that love. And one of those ways is through kindness. Kindness to oneself, kindness to others, kindness in frequency of speech, kindness and thought of how we're looking at a situation when we want to be more critical of someone or something or some situation, we stop ourselves. We say, no, what is it the kind thing I can do here? What is the kind thing that I can say here? Which then through our process of doing that and doing it more intentionally, We help now to support that light strand to be sewn into the gold, to be that fabric of gold so it can be expanded. And through that expansion, it expands the expression of our soul. It is also through kindness that we have the opportunity to purify some motives and cultivate this desire for ourselves and those that are around us and others 
around us to be able to be something I call Christ-like. Kindness helps us to be more Christ-like because ultimately God and Jesus, his son, and his son came as a mediator to help us to understand what are the laws, the principles, the qualities of what it means to be Christ-like in our thoughts, in our words, and in our deeds. And what it means for us to follow this path of kindness, but also with firmness. That there's sometimes we have to, we can be kind, as I tell my clients and my coaching clients, we can be kind, but we can be firm too. Meaning that there's certain things we will not do. Just because we're kind doesn't mean that people can take advantage of us at all. We can see the playing field of what's going on, but we're electing to be kind when another person may be electing to be mean or argumentative or want to be resentful towards us. doesn't mean that we have to do that towards them in any way. And in fact, that's why we want to have a desire to be more Christ-like through kindness and being aware that by navigating through our life's adventures through kindness, we are actually helping our life to move in the right direction. We're helping to create some buffer between this world of chaos, confusion, and hurt, and pain. And we're not perpetuating that in any way. And in fact, we are inviting God through being kind is a frequency of energy that we say, God, Jesus, please be in the passenger seat while I'm in the driver's seat. Please help me to seeing those things on the path that I'm driving on, that I can be able to do a quick detour if I need to, to another way because of the awareness that there's something else going up ahead of me. You're developing through kindness as well uh, as a thread uh, of light and gratitude as a thread of light. You're, you're cultivating a greater attunement with the higher frequencies of what God is and how God shows up in our life and how we are on that path of attunement to the mediator who can guide us as well which is Jesus. And then even before Jesus, there was Buddha who had the Eightfold Path as a way to guide people uh, how to be and how to live life. So the last quality that I want to talk about today is the quality of self-discipline. And this quality is about putting in or weaving in the light threads of structure, having guidelines in how you want to be, how you want your soul's desire to expand, and being aware of the fact that self-discipline allows you to be aware of the guidelines of how to live your life how you, what the values of how you want to live your life and staying true to those values 
we sometimes think, well, these are my values, da-da-da-da-da. Make sure they're the right values and stay true to those values. Because one of the things about self-discipline is, is that there is a component of restraints. And those restraints you follow to stay focused and not be distracted or derailed off the path because you are willing to be able to say, I do have principles. I do have a sense of guidelines of how I want to live my life. And some of those were talked about even in the Old Testament, as well as the New Testament, about how one lives one's life. We have the Ten Commandments, for example. But there are also universal laws about how we want to live our life to be in alignment with our Creator, our God source, the I am that I am. And so we want to learn those laws because as Christ-like beings, as soul beings, true essence of who we are, that soul, that substance of our life, we want to be able to ensure that we always have a greater degree of attunement. And through these three principles or concepts, our virtues that I'm talking about, gratitude, kindness, and self-discipline, helps us to be able to achieve the expansion of the goal fabric for us to be spinning at higher frequencies. And this is, God is at a certain frequency and we're at a certain frequency. It's just like the light spectrum. When we're talking about these threads, you know, you have GBIV, which is the light spectrum. And one of the highest um, frequencies on that spectrum is a violet frequency. It's a particular color. You know, and violet has some transmutative abilities, which I'll talk about in a future episode uh, at some point. So back to self-discipline is achieved because you love God and the creator or the higher self more than you love yourself and your human self. Your human desires, thoughts and feelings. You love God with all your heart mind, and soul, which is the goal, which is God's goal. And when we love God with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, then this becomes evident because when we, where we put our attention is where we'll get more of an experience around which talked about another episode, which you laying the foundations. You can go back and listen to that if you haven't listened to that particular episode about attention informs reality. So with this discipline, which God always wishes us to follow a path of discipline because he does have certain laws and precepts and, and qualities that he wants his children to be able to express, to be more like him then why don't we start to look at what they are and start to be able to reflect, meditate, read, inspire, uh, read inspirational information that will allow us to be always in the frequency of God's light and the frequency of God's gold. And knowing that as we expand that frequency, it is actually expanding 
the fabric our soul and that expansion and expansion and greater expanding of that allows us to come higher and higher in frequency and attunement with God. And in that process of being in attunement, we know intuitively when we need to do something, when we need to speak, when we really don't need to speak, when we need to act, and when we need to be still and be quiet. And that's what we're really learning for ourselves is how do we navigate and how do we be in this world with the daily life experiences that come our way? So as it relates to self-discipline, the question I have for you to reflect on and think about is what would divine self-discipline look like in my life? What would I notice that I would be doing? What would I notice that I would intentionally not do when I'm on the path of increasing self-discipline in my life? I didn't say rigidity, being rigid. I said self-discipline, that you're willing to have certain degrees of restraint in the verbiage and communications that we use or in the behaviors that we engage in when we know they're not in alignment with God's laws and principles. It's really what I have talked about and I continue to want to talk about is intentional living. We're being more intentional about how I went to work and this person was uh, engaged in a project and they were really in some saying some things that were not really appropriate or helpful or ethical to be able to say. You set your truth and then you let it go. You are still trying to be kind, considerate, and you are not trying to get angry or frustrated or impatient because you're using some degrees of self-restraint. And that is what self-discipline is about. Or when you're in home and you're finding that your child or your spouse or significant other is saying, doing, behaving in ways that are getting you more annoyed or frustrated or you're feeling as if you're not sure if things are going to work out or not, you have, you have some degree of self-restraint. And you ask yourself first, what can I say here that is kind but firm, that may express gratitude of seeing things that are going right you know, with the child or with the relationship or with yourself? Uh, and then how do you do self-corrections? Life is for living. And life is for learning. And so we're not going to get it right. And I've said this before. So how do we correct ourselves? How do we do it intentionally? That allows us to feel better about how we're living our life. And how and allows others around us to be aware that we are always a learner. We're learning and we're growing and we're humble in that process. And in, through that process of humility... It opens up maybe other forces or in contact with other people who can be of help us with a particular situation or circumstance that we find ourselves in. So it's this process, weaving in these light threads, we can transmute some of the dark threads, allowing our fabric to expand and be able to fill in with the light essence, which is the gold of our soul, which is 
a part of the fact that we are co-creators. Our soul is a co-creator with God. And we want to make sure we, in that role as a co-creator, is actually pulling together things that are uplifting, harmonious, and in service to others, as well as ourselves, as well as our family, that will allow our family to be loving and kind and be aware of the fact that through adoration that we have for God and our soul essence, the substance of our life, and through these qualities I just mentioned in terms of gratitude, kindness, and self-discipline, that we're learning to adore God and his presence in our life every day in every way. And that these light strands are expanding the fabric of gold, G-O-L-D, which is the goal, G-O-A-L, of the soul and the soul's evolution. Thank you. Think about it. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures, being your best self through soul evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Mastering Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.